the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You know, I noticed something yesterday at the uh, White House. I noticed that uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the press secretary, was not the one answering questions about Joe Biden's failure to steward classified documents. I noticed that they sent John Kirby, formerly of the State Department over there, um, once in a while, every now and then, occasionally, John Kirby shows up at the White House and does the job that Corinne Jean-Pierre is supposed to do, the job that she has. I mean, she is the presidential press secretary. So why was John Kirby there yesterday? Well, it was because the White House has been getting hammered for not answering any questions about classified documents. And even the most simple questions, such as, what's the procedure on classified documents? Well, I'm going to have to refer you to the White House Counsel's Office. Why? You have procedures. All we're asking is, what are the procedures? What are the systems and methods, as Joe Biden said, to 60 Minutes? Well, here's John Kirby and Peter Ducey. This is what it sounds like when a question is asked and a question is answered, although, give me time. Not truthfully. Usually what happens to someone in the chain of command if they do leave with a piece of classified material that they're not supposed to have or that is not secured? I think uh, if if you do it inadvertently or you do it and you, re- you realize, you know, you don't have it secured in a locked bag, or, you know, you, you, you self-report, which is exactly what the president did, mm. self-reported. Mm. Um, but you self-report and you, uh, you make sure that... Uh, uh, that you get the material back secured where it belongs um, and that you're transparent about it. Usually. Hmm. Now, why can't Corinne Jean-Pierre answer questions like that? I'll tell you why. Because they're not written down for her to read. That's why. Because while she's reading answers, she tries to be, you know, master thespian and look up as if she's reciting all this information off the top of her head. She's not convincing anybody. She's She's uh, regurgitating this information off the top of her head. She is, as I said yesterday, a worse actress than any kid in any school playing any part in any school play ever. She cannot pull off any authenticity when delivering a message that other people have written down for her, which tells you she is unqualified for the job. I know she's black, and I know she's gay, and I know she's cracked a bunch of ceilings with you know, her intersectionality sledgehammer, but she can't do the job. And how condescending is it that they call in a white male to do the job for her, which proves she can't do it. It doesn't have to be done by a white male, of course. It was done before quite well, not not quite authentically, but quite well by Jen Psaki. It's been done by Kaylee McEnany. It's been done by Dana Perino. It doesn't have to be a man. It doesn't have to be a white man. It just has to be somebody with a brain. 
which Corinne Jean-Pierre clearly does not have. Now, as for John Kirby, he answered the question, but he didn't answer the question truthfully because you heard what he said. He's got to self-report it, which is exactly what the president did. Did he really? Did he really self-report it? Let's do a little deep dive on this, shall we? So how did we learn about classified documents? Did Joe Biden one day wake up over a bowl of oatmeal while watching a Bonanza rerun and go, wait a second, I just had a flashback to my Scott Pelley interview on 60 Minutes. And I said that it was irresponsible of Donald Trump. You know what? There's a possibility. I have classified documents in my old office. Get on the phone to justice and have them go in and look. No, that's not what happened. Joe Biden's lawyers started snooping around and found classified documents in his old office at the Penn Biden Center for Global Money Laundering through China. And then they called justice, right? No. (laughs) They called the White House lawyers. And then they called justice, right? Sorry. Then they called the National Archives. Wait a minute. We've now had two chances for law enforcement officials to be brought in on the fact that Joe Biden violated federal law. Doesn't sound to me like he self-reported it, John Kirby. How did DOJ find out? How did the FBI find out? The National Archives called them. Self-reported? This is like if you stole something and the cops show up on your doorstep because somebody saw you steal it and called the cops and said, I saw him steal that. And when the cops are taking you away, you tell your spouse, don't worry, honey, I self-reported. No, you didn't. Joe Biden did not self-report this. Joe Biden was caught. They wanted to keep this quiet. They did keep this quiet, lest we forget. There's so much nefarious at work here. They kept this quiet from six days before the midterm election until January. You think it might have been a little bit relevant to people in the midterm elections that Joe Biden was careless with classified documents, just like Donald Trump was careless with classified documents when Joe Biden had spent the preceding months disparaging Donald Trump for being careless with classified documents? Yeah, I think that might have factored in just a teensy-weensy bit. So the double standard is exceedingly annoying. And the lies are exceedingly annoying. But I will give John Kirby credit. At least he's able to answer a simple question, which is more than the reader-in-chief can do. Now, last night at 8 o'clock, Project Veritas was promoting the release of what it said would be blockbuster video. And I don't mean the old you know, VCR tape store, but video that would expose something, which is what Project Veritas does. And I'm always a little skeptical because you're not going to promote something and say, hey, tonight at 8 o'clock, we have an undercover investigation 
But there's no need to tune over from the basketball game you're watching or the network television show you're watching because it's really not that big of a deal. Nobody promotes their stuff that way. But what was this video? Was it a bombshell? Yeah, it was a bombshell. It was. What did it show? It showed a guy named Jordan Tristan Walker, who is Pfizer's Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, and mRNA Scientific Planning. You think this guy might have his fingers in the vaccine just a teensy bit? Director of Research, Development, Strategic Operations, and mRNA Scientific Planning. Now, before I get into what Mr. Walker had to say on a hidden camera, I'm just going to say, I'm looking at Mr. Walker here from the video, and he doesn't look a whole lot over 35 to me. Okay? (laughs) Like, how does somebody rise to the position of Pfizer's Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations and mRNA Scientific Planning at that young age? Oh, you say he can be absolutely positively brilliant, Bruce. Yeah, he could be. But I don't think so because of what he tells the person on the video. This is the kind of thing that somebody who is brilliant beyond measure to rise to the position of Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations and MRNA Scientific Planning. I'm thinking he's smart enough to realize that what I am about to tell you on this video is going to really cause a lot of trouble for me and Pfizer. And indeed, that is the content of what he said. He says on this video about COVID, things that should, well, first of all, confirm everything, the worst of every thought we had about COVID, the worst of everything we thought about the mRNA technology, and the worst of what we thought about Pfizer's chief objective in all of this, which is what to make us all well, to bulletproof us against COVID. <laughs> sure, if if that's an outgrowth of us making wads of money, yes. I'll have the details next. All right, here is what the brilliant... <laughs> I guess, Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, and MRNA Scientific Planning at Pfizer told Project Veritas on camera in video that was disclosed last night. He is a very young man. Looks like he's about 35 years old. Looks like he's trying to impress whoever it is sitting across from him, which is often the case in these videos, right? It's a dude trying to impress a young woman, or it's a woman trying to impress a man, Or it's maybe a man trying to impress another man. I don't know which applies here with this Jordan Tristan Walker. But here's what he said about COVID and about what Pfizer is doing with COVID. The virus, not the vaccine. He said, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Well, one of the things we're exploring at Pfizer is why don't we just mutate it ourselves so that we could create preemptive new vaccines, right? If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, as you can imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. Yes, that is right, Tristan. We don't want you doing that because that is dangerously, perilously close to gain-of-function research. He says this is one of the things we're considering for the future. Then he goes on to talk about how they're doing it right now. 
He says you have to be very controlled to make sure the virus that you mutate doesn't create something that, you know, goes everywhere. And then he said this, which I suspect is the way the virus started in Wuhan. To be honest, it makes no sense that this virus just popped up out of nowhere. It's BS. That is from the Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations and mRNA Scientific Planning at Pfizer, which is making billions and billions of dollars off mRNA vaccines that the inventor of the technology says are not safe for you to put in your body. Yet they put them in many, many, many bodies, and they keep putting them in bodies. They keep telling you to get booster shots. Now they want to do it once a year. Yeah, of course. That's what I read and they're in the saying last it's just days. like a flu shot. Just like a flu you shot. Go get a flu shot every coming. year. Sure. That was Joe it. Scarborough's thing the other day on MSNBC. I'll see if I can find the audio where Scarborough was complaining about having COVID again, even though he's gotten, I think we're up to four boosters for Scarborough. And people were laughing at him. Like, hey, maybe you ought to get six boosters. Maybe get seven boosters. And he pawns it off as, ah, you idiots, you morons. You go get a flu shot every year, don't you? No. No, I don't. I don't go get a flu shot every year. Because you know what? God made my body with the ability to fight off viruses. And you know what is really miraculous about the body that God gave me and you and everyone else, because we're all created by God uniquely, specially, even if you're super whacked in the head and think that you can create yourself as a woman, even though you were born a man, sorry, you can't change your DNA, can't change things that are unique to your sex about you in your brain even though you may chop off certain parts of your anatomy and you may dress certain ways, as the lieutenant governor of North Carolina so eloquently said, you can go down to the dress shop and get dressed up. You can go down to the doctor and get cut up. You can go down to the beauty salon and get made up, but you ain't nothing but a cut up, made up, dressed up man or woman. One of the great quotes of all time from Mark Robinson. So, What's going to happen to this guy? Oh, I'm sure Pfizer will say, ah, we spoke out of turn. This is not what we're doing. We're really not doing this. File it under yet another conspiracy that turns out not to be a conspiracy that is much closer to the truth than they will acknowledge is close to the truth at all. So I'm just saying, if you are not vaccinated, then I would think you would be wanting to factor this in in terms of whether you should get vaccinated or boosted. Here's Joe Scarborough. Um, you know, yesterday when I was talking about uh, uh, getting COVID and, I, and, and should have gotten a fourth booster shot, a lot of these freaks go, oh, fourth booster shot, robot. No, listen, here's the deal, moron. <laughs> if you get a flu shot, what do you do? Do you go to the doctor? Oh, my God, you want me to have a 50th flu shot? No, you get a flu shot every year. Right. And as we're finding out with this pandemic, well, it lasts six months, maybe a year. So, yes, yes. Put on your big boy pants. Put on your big girl pants. 
And if you want to be healthy, I don't care. If you don't, that's your business. Smoke. Wait a minute. If you want to be healthy, he's gotten three boosters. He's got COVID again. Doesn't sound to me like he's healthy. He says it lasts six months. Weren't we told, yes, that if you got the shot, you wouldn't get COVID, you wouldn't spread COVID. He's admitting things that would have gotten him deplatformed on social media. Many were deplatformed on social media. Which brings me to the head of Instagram and Facebook. What is this joker's name? I forget. His last name is Clegg, but he was on with Brett Bear last night because now they have agreed to allow Donald Trump back on Facebook and back on Instagram. Uh, so, Nick Clegg, president of global affairs of Facebook, Meta. And here is what he said about the limits that they will impose on Trump in his return to Facebook and Instagram. Where we draw the line is, it, as a general principle, we're a private company, we're a private tech company, we're not a political entity, we don't, we don't try and make decisions which sort of, you know, help or hinder one side or the other. Nice, nice. You don't make decisions that hinder one side or the other. Brett Bear not having that. As far as stories, the Hunter Biden laptop story, uh, the story of the COVID origins, did Facebook manipulate those or censor those as they were coming out? So on the Hunter Biden story, what I mean, other platforms, I think it was Twitter, sort of just deleted the story altogether. We didn't. You could still find the story. Millions of people did. But for seven days, the <laughs> prominence of the story was, was less uh, for those seven days. It's just part of the way our systems work to allow our fact checkers. We have a, a network of independent fact checkers mm. um, to, 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 look at, to look at the story if they wanted to. They didn't. And after seven days, that what's called in the jargon, that temporary demotion was taken off. So mm. Just seven days. You know, the news cycle doesn't change in seven days. The Hunter Biden laptop story. I mean, I mean, what, what kind of impact could it have if we silenced that story and kept people reading it for a solid week in the days leading up to the presidential election? It's just our normal procedure. We have independent fact checkers. Shocking. They all work for the Washington Post and MSNBC and other entities that have proven not to be fact checkers, but have proven to be narrative checkers and the hunter biden laptop story now authenticated by all those fact checkers who initially said it was russian disinformation hmm yeah i know you're as surprised by that as i am right three-star general michael j flynn head of the pentagon intelligence agency knew all the government's dirty secrets he was one of the most respected generals in the military flynn knew what the intel world had been up to he understood its funding he ordered the first audit of the use of contractors this set off alarm bells the explosive new documentary flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost and covers the facts behind this scandal flynn told the truth he was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.